On today's episode of Film Optics, we're going to be talking about Star Wars The High Republic. We're also going to take a look into Allison Brie might be courted to play She-Hulk for Disney+. And we're also going to take a look at Matt Reeves' leaked Batman images. So let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, where we bring you the strengths and shortcomings of the movie industry. I'm your host, Christian, and today we will be talking, wow, whatever, we will be talking about the world of film, TV, and everything pop culture related. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and our co-host, Devin. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing swell. You have any, you have any plans for Leap Day? no what leap day sunday well actually saturday. i might go see saturday no i am visiting family on saturday in kentucky i haven't seen them in a while so figured i'd you know head up there and hang out with the fam for a bit i will be back on sunday seeing portrait of a lady on fire so i'm pretty excited about that nice but, i've always but, wondered what what happens if your birthday is on leap day like do you just skip those birthdays to just not age you know, I met someone who was born on a leap year and technically, you know, they're actually like what, like seven, 12 years old or something like that. I mean, if they want to be technical about it, but it's really weird. And I didn't realize this year was a leap year, but hey, Christmas is on a Saturday this year. So that's really awesome. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. Thankfully. But, uh, yeah seriously dude oh my god i don't think i could have made it an entire another year what it would have it was on a wednesday last year and then it would have been on thursday this year and it's like mm, what what or or is it on friday is it on friday no christmas no idea. eve is on friday and christmas day is on set i can't remember christmas anyway. is on friday christmas is on friday okay so that's that's even better because we get Christmas Day off. So, <laughs> but uh, and before we begin uh, today's uh, weekly stories, you can listen to us on Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast. Well, I say that way too fast. Um, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, YouTube, Podbean, and we're on Tuner now, boy. So yeah. let's go! Yeah. Um, next, I'm still waiting on to hear back from iHeartRadio. So, uh, next stop, SiriusXM. <laughs> Pandora, <laughs> Pandora. Uh, you know all all the. Uh, God, who uses Pandora? LimeWire, LimeWire, Frostbite. Mm. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three movies. <laughs> we'll be everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, man, we have a we have a, we have we have a few uh, stories here to dive into. Um, it's it's been a pretty busy week i would say i mean last week i would have considered it more of a slow week but um it just things just want to keep coming at us so uh we got the first weekly story of uh of today and i think this is the most important one of all it's i don't crucial. know about it. it's very very crucial so jiff the peanut butter company jiff is rolling out with a limited edition peanut butter um jar to settle the debate over the pronunciation of gif gif once and for all yes gif 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 people graphics 
GIF. Where, where, my, hard, where my hard G boys at? Right. It, oh. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I swear, every single time that this happens, it's like, it's not that hard. It, it's it's GIF. It's not It's GIF. graphical interchange format. Graph. Hard G. It's it's I don't care what the I don't care what the creator says, he's wrong somehow. Yeah, how does that happen? When 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 the creator is wrong about its their own invention, that's just mind blowing. It's just ignorance. That's all it is. Yeah, or they just wanted to get like underneath everybody's skin, but I will definitely be picking up a jar of the uh gif i'll be picking up a few to be honest i hope it comes out in crunchy that would be awesome i'm i'm, I'm more of a crunchy guy what about you i'm a smooth guy smooth mm. gif see GIF. Uh, a smooth gif versus a crunchy gif but yeah i mean i used to be a really big creamy uh fan but uh for some reason i just i i like the extra crunchy now 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 i'm i'm in this cookie butter from from trader joe's which is actually really really good and and I actually like it. I I, I implore you to uh, check it out. It's it's actually life changing. Very good. I don't Very know good. if I've ever been in a Trader Joe's before. Well, TJ's has a lot of stuff for people to buy, and it's it. Uh, I've, I been, I've, I been like in, it. I've been an Aldi guy recently. I have too. Honestly, yeah, it, dude, their it's stuff so is cheap. so cheap. So cheap. I'll get like all of like my essentials, like my eggs, my milk, especially my milk. I get it from there. And sometimes I'll go up and pick up the uh, frozen um, fruits for like my smoothies, things like that. So I think it's pretty cool. But yeah, man, all these, I mean, technically all these and Trader Joe's, I mean, all these is a sister company of Trader Joe's. So, hey, <laughs> supporting the cause no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> the, co- the cause of affordable spending. But yeah, um, I don't know when this is supposed to, um, the whole, if peanut butter is supposed to be coming out uh when i clicked on the link for business insider it um oh it told me to turn off my ad blocker <laughs> so whatever but i'm not gonna do that because i'll forget to turn it back on so everyone it'll be rolling out sometime soon hopefully i'll be buying like an entire jar maybe costco will have like a big you know book package where i can just you know have have a bunch of them but we'll see but anyway, uh, let's get back into the real news, Devin. That was just a nice little side story I thought we could start off with. So the first story of the week that we have, Devin, it's time. Oh, boy. For, for some Star Wars, The High Republic. This dropped, uh, what, three days ago on the 24th? And I'll just read a little bit of the um, story here. Lucas film um, is to launch star wars the high republic uh, publishing campaign in 2020 uh later this year lucasfilm will join an epic new era of star wars storytelling that will be explored through multiple um vo- multiple voices excuse me in adult and young adult novels uh children's books and comics um from a variety of publishers including disney lucas Film Press, Del Rey, um, IDW Publishing, and Marvel. And this was actually, uh, the High Republic was known as Project Luminous. So this is, um, these stories are supposed to be said about 200 years before the events of Star Wars Defense of Menace, which I think is really good. But I wanted to get your thoughts on this, Devin. Every, <clears throat> all the artwork and everything just looks so cool. 
Like, yeah. it, just, it just all pops so well. Like, the colors, it just all looks so cool. Yeah. Yeah, man, I really agree. You know, it's not just the uh, you know, oh, red, blue lightsaber, green lightsaber. You know, we we got we got some purple, some pink, we got some, some uh, more purple to add. My boy yeah, Mace got some company. Yeah, I know he's 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 not the only uh bamf anymore that has the uh you know the purple lightsaber, but he there's is even, the there's only even a pink one in here. I'm seeing. I know, right? Like it, this is this is supposed to be the the Jedi, the height of their um, you know, their order. Um, we haven't really heard anything about too much about the Sith, but that's kind of to be expected. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy uh, quoted saying, "We were so excited to be opening up such a rich and fertile area um, era, excuse me, for our authors to explore, and we'll get to see the Jedi in their prime." So I guess Kathleen Kennedy's kind of sort of doing something right. I mean, she's not bad, and I know that we've talked about her on the show. You know, kind of, I guess in a way, undermining her. It's just, I feel like there are better suitors out there, and her history with Star Wars has been kind of a rocky one, but that's okay. Um, so the first uh, books um, that are set to debut for the Star Wars: The High Republic era is um, is supposed to debut at Star Wars cent- uh, Celebration in Anaheim in August 2020 with Star Wars The High Republic Light of uh, a Jedi, a massive inter- interconnected story that is told across various formats and by various publishers. So, yeah, I thought that this was supposed to be like a movie franchise, but I kind of like what they're doing here instead of, you know, focusing just on films you know what i mean so is it is it movies tv and comics combined i believe so from what i'm reading here that's what it looks like i think they're starting off with the comics and trickling their way into the um you know i'm assuming they're going to be doing like the tv shows and movies later on even games too yeah, yeah, and and that actually brings a really good point because this reminds me of when BioWare did Knights of Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic one and two, um, way back in the the glory days of gaming that we all know of the uh, Xbox three hundred and sixty and PlayStation three, uh, for all you guys who are um, our age. Um, <laughs> uh, so Star Wars, no, actually even prior, prior, it was original Xbox. Yeah, it was original Xbox. OG, the fat, super atrocious uh, controllers that we we all know and love. Um, the Duke. So, <laughs> the Duke. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, Bioware was given a choice either to make uh, Star Wars stories fitting in with the continuity of the Skywalker saga, or they can um, make their own stories uh, that was set I think that was like thousands of years before the Phantom Menace. So I believe, you know, Disney's kind of going the same route with that. Gives them more of a free reign. They don't have to necessarily tie into, you know, all of these, you know, iconic characters. They can kind of just create their own characters, make their own stories the way they want to make them without having to worry about Luke, Han, or Leia, or Chewie, or anyone else. We might see a young Yoda possibly because i have heard rumblings yeah we've definitely heard some rumblings i've heard the popularity of baby yoda may have influenced their time frame choice which would make sense yeah right same thing with um with star wars 
uh, the Clone Wars season seven. Well, well, since you didn't watch season, <laughs> since you didn't watch the other episodes, you just did, 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 wait. Okay, did you even watch the the uh, the catch up uh, the um, the uh, thing that uh, LCB put out? Let's about, about that. Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh no! What is it? <laughs> Don't nope. tell me you didn't watch it. You didn't watch it. What? Oh, oh, oh man! It's all right. It's fine. As long as okay. Did you at least watch episode one? Um. <laughs> well, you see, it's only twenty five minutes, man. <laughs> I'd rather binge it, anyways. That's true. Okay, fair, fair enough. Yeah, because we we will be doing a review of season seven. So I mean, as long as you watch it, yeah, it's whatever. I'm just more of a week to week guy. Um, I I kind of understand uh the reasoning with behind with Star Wars, or at least for the Clone Wars, because the episodes are so short that it kind of just you know can get into that. But yeah, I believe so for the Star Wars High Republic. You know, when and they put out a uh, a video explaining all of this, and it makes it seem like it's more than just the comics, which I will actually be kind of interested to check out uh, because it's been a while since I've actually read a comic. But uh, a lot of these comics that are coming out, especially uh, Star Wars: High Republic, Light of a Jedi, is available for pre order as of right now. So that'd be pretty cool. Uh, to see but um hopefully hopefully you know it flourishes in something else because they they definitely said movies as well so we'll just have to wait and see i guess i don't know yeah but speaking of other star wars news we're kind of just kind of to trickle down here a little bit uh every star wars film is now available for pre-order on 4k blu-ray and you know what that means devin I'll be getting my 4K copies. Ah, uh, yes, exactly. It means that I'm broke. There is a uh, st- um, what was it? The Skywalker Saga uh, 4K Blu-ray set. I believe it comes with the 4K um, disc, the um, standard Blu-ray disc, and the digital with uh, copies as well. As well as a few other little goodies, but that's around two hundred and fifty dollars. And honestly, I think that's a way better deal than the Infinity Saga that Marvel pumped out. That's like five hundred dollars, and you don't even get the digital copies. And I know a lot of people don't really care for digital copies, but I feel like they're important for giveaways and whatnot. And speaking of giveaways, <laughs> we are doing one right now. I believe it ends tomorrow for My Hero Academia. Uh, two heroes. I uh, bought the movie, and I was like, you know what? I don't want the digital copy for this. So, um, yeah. I mean, by the time you listen to this, or the giveaway will probably be over. But yeah, it. Um, going back to the Star Wars thing, um, I might buy that. I don't know because I already have. I mean, I have episodes one through eight. I kind of just already need nine. I just wanted them all in four K, but. I mean, I probably will just buy nine and be done with it because that's a lot of money. Yeah. And we got bills to pay. <laughs> but for anyone out there who's interested, um, and this also includes, um, what was it? Um, so- Solo or Star Wars Story and Rogue One as well will be coming to uh, 4K Blu-ray. Eventually, I might have to rebuy them, but I'll probably buy my favorite ones first. Shout out to Revenge of the Sith. But 
Just wanted to throw that out there. But also, Devin, we're not done with the Star Wars news just yet. Because we have EA is reportedly has two Star Wars games in development. And I think one of them actually fell through um, um, during the time that I added this to our list. But you played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, right? Yeah, I played a solid amount. Did you beat it or no? No. (laughs) I got got too annoyed. (laughs) Why did you get so annoyed, Devin? (laughs) No no fast travel. No fast travel. Wow. I get get to an end of a level and then I have to go all the way back through the level to get back to the ship. What's that? What's that all about? (laughs) That would like low key annoy me very, very much. I mean, you got to give players options. You know, we've both been gaming for God knows how long. And we're, you know, our our roots from even our, our podcast slash our channel started with video games and you know flourishing to what we have now but it's just (laughs) that's just like the dumbest thing ever like (laughs) why would you not put fast travel in this game there's there's so many other games out there that do this especially when it comes to these big open world adventures i personally haven't bought it yet maybe i'll i'll buy it one day when it comes you know at a very affordable price it's really Maybe cool like, too it's got a lot of fun stuff to do but i just got annoyed so i didn't finish it <laughs> ponchos for days i hear so a lot of ponchos mm, a and lot you can ponchos. get a, a yellow slash gold lightsaber right away oh can you really you see i was because did, did you play star wars force unleashed one and two it's been a while yeah they, they have like a black lightsaber you can get is that in this game it might be. Mm, maybe. But sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, buddy. Go ahead. I think I didn't think I had anything else. Uh, I thought you were about going to speak there for a second. But um, anyway, so yeah. So a sequel to Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order at Respawn. Um, they've been doing a phenomenal job with any game that they've actually been developing. So it's it's actually really great. Um, it's great to it's see this company. EA's got going for it. Yeah, I mean, it, it used to be Respawn and mainly just Bioware, but we also would have with Mass Effect Andromeda, so we don't have to talk about that. Um, so the sequel to Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order and another Star Wars game that's described, described as smaller, uh, more unusual project um, in development at EA Motive in Montreal. And this comes from Kotaku, um, because it was showing that their sources saying that EA canceled uh, the Star Wars Battlefront spinoff um, last year, which I think was a very smart move. I don't think they really needed to, um, you know, reboot that franchise. I remember, I remember we were all so excited for it though, um, especially just the original Battlefront, and that just ended up being a disaster. And it it was. I mean, did did you play? Uh, the new Star Wars or so little Battle content, Front. so little. Yeah, I didn't even bother because I remember every you know me, you, Ethan, and <laughs> Jared and Seth were all Randy were all hyped up about it, and it's still one <laughs> of the best looking games we've ever seen. It's oh, it looks fun. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. But 
Oh, well. I mean, hopefully, I mean, there's been whispers that a new Knights of the Old Republic game is, is going to be uh, pumped up by EA, but everyone's kind of just waiting for Disney to, like, take the game uh, rights for, for Star Wars um, away from EA because they've just, they've done so badly with it. And it took them forever between, okay, between, oh my gosh, the uh, the most recent, or I guess the first recent, uh, Star Wars Battlefront they made between that and they used to pump out like Star Wars games like it was nobody's business and now they have three but Respawn had to kind of step in I don't know but I'm kind of excited for this I'm ex- I'm interested to see what it is Um, I'll definitely check out Fallen Order one of these days when it's at a affordable price or you know, maybe maybe it'll come on the Epic uh, game sale, or you know, we just get it one day. But I That'd doubt be it nice. because it would be nice. Maybe uh, through EA's, I forgot their their origin thing. That was really weird. But anyway, man, let's just move on to our next news story here, and we have a little bit more Disney news to go through. We're kind of have to lump these all together and you know make our way down, but. Um, Bob Chapek is uh, to succeed Bob Iger as the Disney CEO. Bob Iger is stepping down. Uh, Iger will remain the exec chairman until 2021 as the transition with Bob Chapek um, to the new CEO will take his place. So goodbye, Bob, and hello, Bob. Everyone was like <laughs> freaking out about this, thinking it was there's way more to it, but. He wanted to retire last year, but he only stayed because of the Fox acquisition. So it's not yeah. like he got fired or anything. This is all right. planned. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just like with uh, Reggie fils over at Nintendo. He was the president of Nintendo America for many, many years. And, you know, he kind of just wanted to say his goodbyes. You know, he wanted to spend more time with his family, which, I mean, can can you blame him? And I'm pretty sure Bob wants to do the same thing. He wants to retire. I mean, retiring retiring as the Disney CEO—that's that's not a bad deal, you know. Like, cool. Congratulations. He's got he's got a lot left to do in retirement. He's got a lot of money to spend. Yeah, I mean, I mean, through twenty twenty one. I mean, it's twenty twenty now. So, what one year? He can make it, right? What yeah. can go wrong? <laughs> He makes all these changes in the company, <laughs> and now it will make my departure. <laughs> but yeah, um, goodbye, Bob, and welcome, Bob. Yes, Bob to Bob, <laughs> Bob to Bob, Bob's Burgers, great show, great show. But yeah, not much really else to say about that. Um, so I guess we'll just move on to our next piece of news: uh, Lazy McGuire, the whole uh, new Disney Plus revival has been grounded to a halt, Devin. And apparently it's um it's due to Disney wanting a more kid-friendly version of the new Disney Dizzy uh, uh Lizzie McGuire, not Disney McGuire. Wow, excuse me. So um and this comes from Variety. So production um on the show halted in January after the Firing uh, original series creator uh, and revival showrunner uh, Terry uh, Minsky at, uh, after just two episodes were completed, her unceremonious exit has led many industry insiders to speculate that the revival will not move forward. Uh, 
series star Hilary Duff uh, remains most mostly mum about uh, the subject. That's quiet for all those of you who don't know what that means. But uh, she has made her feelings know in not so subtle ways. So, um, you know, this kind of, t- I guess, ties into the whole like Love Simon thing, which we said we weren't going to talk about. So let's just not talk about it. But what are your thoughts about the whole, you know, Lizzie McGuire uh, debacle, putting that show on halt? I was a huge Lizzie McGuire fan when I was a child. I think she mm-hmm. might have been my first crush. Definitely. Um, her, I liked her and Anne Miranda, her friend, like big. Time yeah, crushes. yeah, yeah. Were they your uh, sexual awakening there? I don't know about that. I was a little <laughs> young for that. Hey, maybe, maybe Gordo was. Never right. <laughs> oh, Gordo! My gosh, that was definitely his sexual awakening. Absolutely. But, but yeah, um, it's <laughs> it's. I guess it's it's kind of sad. Like I wasn't really like looking forward to this. I was just kind of like, oh, that's cool. But I think I kind of blame Disney on this because the, uh, the the reboots that they that have been coming out that have been remaining for children like Fuller House and that awful Girl Meets World show have <laughs> both failed miserably. So it's like, wait, is, is Fuller House is is that is that Disney or is that through Netflix? No, I just mean in general, like oh okay okay yeah, like the reboots that have been coming out. Like oh, the Friends reboots not, coming on have not been doing well. <laughs> yeah. I I would have to agree with you there, man. It is very, and you know, I I like the you know from from what I've read, Hillary Duff wanted to make this more of a mature um, show. It makes sense because the fan base who watch the show are our age now, and it's kind of like she wants to make a new. She she wants to make something that relates to her fans who watched her show as a kid so it's i mean like i highly doubt that like my sister or like anyone or your sister below like they're you know younger than them would even know who lizzie mcguire is and i get it you know they're trying to bring it back but i do believe it should be more of adult driven because she is in her 30s and you know this this is something that that I I believe that needs to be seen. But yeah, the, the whole the whole reboots. I I just think companies need to stay away from reboots and just do their own thing. I get it. You know, you're trying to bring back you know all this great stuff, and it works great in the gaming space. You know, we we've seen this time and time. I mean, Nintendo has practically like built itself upon nostalgia. But for whatever reason, it doesn't really work well when it comes to the TV and movie space sometimes. Yeah, also just, the Connors. Like, what is that? What the are we Con- doing what's, here? what's the Connors? What? The, the Roseanne show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. They tried to reboot that. And then Roseanne had to, you know, say what she Be said. Be a terrible person. And literally get her entire cast fired because she couldn't just keep her mouth shut and just i don't know man it's that's just insane yeah there's 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 a lot of reboots out there and 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 i've never really figured out what was what the difference was when it comes because to games when it comes to remakes or reboot well i can't even really even say reboots well for games they they look better a lot of the time yeah they do and there's a lot more time spent on them for sure and I think they pump a lot more money into video games nowadays than they do for movies and TV shows. 
So, <laughs> and you know, the devs definitely get the shorter end of the stick when it comes to uh, compensation, you know, but yeah, I, I, I would have to agree with you there. This, this kind of sucks. Um, you know, it's, you know, everyone's saying, oh, you know, Disney's losing their footing. And I'm like, well, Disney Plus hasn't even been out for a year. And honestly, like when I heard that, that this was happening, I was excited. But honestly, I'm more excited for like, you know, the Mar the Marvel TV shows and just just anything else that they throw. You know, I'm I still use Disney Plus, you know, watch watching old shows when I can, you know, if if I have nothing new to watch on TV, I'll go back like, you know, I've watched a lot of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I would definitely like to get back into uh, Boy Meets World and even Stevens at some time. But, you know, the content's there. And I feel like a lot of people are complaining about Disney Plus saying, oh, you know, all they have is nostalgia, you know, all these old shows. It's like, well, okay. So imagine this, Devin. If, if Disney Plus launched this year and it only had like their new originals, like World According World According to Jeff Goldblum, Marvel Hero Projects, Mandalorian, High School Musical, the musical, the series, they really need. I hate that title, but it's just so freaking long. But imagine if they only had like their brand new Disney original plus people would still like shows. People would still be complaining saying that they don't have enough content and they would have been complaining that, Oh, they should have just put their old backlog on there, which they did. And then some, but sorry for that rant. <laughs> did you want to add anything else to that? Um, Rip Gordo. Rip Gordo. RIP. But you know, who's not RIP Devin Allison Brie. And oh, yeah. she, and there's there's been a li little bit of talk recorded uh, to play uh, for Marvel She-Hulk. Uh, Marvel says they've been looking for a Allison Brie type actress. It's, it's always weird when they when they yeah. use that <laughs> kind of wording. Like it just, it just sounds like she turned them down. Is what that makes it sound like. <laughs> exactly. It's like we're looking for like a Robert Downey Jr. type. But they, not they also said they, want a, they said they want a Zach Efron type for Moon Knight. That right. just means he turned down Moon Knight. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, so yeah, I but like but what what do they like? I don't think anyone else can, you know, emanate uh Zach Efron better than Zach Efron. It's or I mean Brie as or, or Al yeah. <laughs> You know, and uh, Brie herself could possibly be in the running for the I, role. I think, but I think she would be like a really good choice, which is why they want her. But who knows <laughs> if they can get her? <laughs> I just keep thinking. It is really, it is very strange how they worded that, isn't it? It's just we're looking for an we're looking for an Allison Brie type. Actress. Then what are you looking for? You found her. It's like right. She's right there. <laughs> Oh man! Well, yeah, well, this this comes from uh, Night Edge Media, very edgy name. Wow. Um, so I'll just read a little bit here. So today, our friend Daniel uh, Richman, who we both follow on Twitter, revealed on his Patreon that Marvel Studios is searching for <laughs> a quote unquote Allison Brie type. <laughs> so strange. I, was, I can't get over that. <laughs> 
to be cast in their upcoming She-Hulk Disney Plus series, with Allison Brie potentially being at the top of the studio's uh, list for the role. Uh, Brie, while a, f- a fantastic actress, actress on Community and Mad Men, doesn't really scream Jennifer Walters, who was She-Hulk's um, alter ego, I guess you could say. <laughs> The hard-hitting lawyer with the strength of uh, the Hulk. Um, many uh, fans were hoping Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Brooklyn Nine-Nine star Stephanie uh, Beatriz would would be considered by the studio. So this is also her. So it's I I I, I don't know. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, she Hulk does begin filming later um, this year and supposed to be hitting on Disney Plus uh, launch coming to Disney Plus on. In uh, next year, so I don't know. We'll see. And there's also a picture of uh, Brie Larson and Allison Brie working out together on this uh, lovely little photo. Wow, that'd be a cool team of future Avengers. I didn't realize Brie Larson was that big. Well, I guess compared to Allison Brie, it's a little different. But yeah, well, she got like really big for Captain Marvel though. Like she was like, do you see like those training exercises that she was doing, yeah. like pushing? Huge freaking uh, tires and stuff uphill. So that'll be pretty cool. But uh, moving on to our last piece of, excuse me, Disney slash Marvel news. And we'll get into the rest of our stories here. Uh, Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man 3 gets a quote-unquote official working title. So this is interesting. Um, What is it called again? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Serenity Now. Serenity Now. That was a um you were pointed out earlier. It was a uh Seinfeld reference, yeah, all, right? All three of them have had Seinfeld references for the working title. <laughs> That's interesting. Summer Weird. of George, Fall of George, and now Serenity Now. <laughs> Serenity Now. Did you see that uh that Twitter that post that I sent you? Someone was like Serenity Sinister Now Six. Sinister Six. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's not get too out of ourselves here. But maybe, I don't know. We'll just have to see. I mean, everyone knows who uh, Spider-Man is now. So it's very, uh, he's, he's put himself a bit of in a pickle. And definitely Mysterio has to be still alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. We saw nobody. <laughs> but we didn't. All I'm saying is I've never seen them together in the same room. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'll read a little bit of the story here. Uh, after the intriguing first trailer for Morbius, I wouldn't really say it was intriguing, but uh, <laughs> um, Morbius seems to connect to uh, the Sony Marvel films with Tom Holland's Spider-Man series. Fans have been desperate to learn more about the future of the web slinger in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The wait shouldn't be too long. So... Um, I think Holland said that Spider-Man 3 is gearing up to begin production uh, this summer. And, you know, we find out the film's working title. title. So, you know, a lot of these these movies and video game consoles have code names. So that'd be pretty cool. I don't know. So hopefully it'll end up being something pretty, pretty sick and pretty neat. But should be. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to uh, touch on that or just move on, keep trucking along? Let's move on, Jerry. All right, Bill. I don't know why I said that, but our next piece of news, a little bit more superhero news here for you, but it's on the other side 
of the superhero Kevin. It's DC. Um, so <clears throat> excuse me, DC Comics co-publisher Dan uh Dio exits the company. And this comes from excuse me, comicbook.com. Uh, I'll just read a little bit of the story here. Um, it's the end of an era at DC Comics as a longtime co-publisher. Dan Dio is no longer with the superhero publishing company. Uh, uh, Didio was best known for overseeing multiple uh, initiatives that pushed massive awareness of brand with storylines, titles, including uh, Infinite Crisis, uh, 52, uh, the new 52 relaunch, and the DC Rebirth, as well as other stories like uh, before Watchmen and Doomsday Clock, which I know a lot of there's a lot of Watchmen fans out there, but um, haven't really, you know, uh, I haven't really read any of the Watchmen uh, books, but I did watch Zack Snyder's adaptation and the new show, so I thought it was pretty good. Uh, uh, Didio uh, had served as a co-publisher along uh, superstar artist James Lee, for the last decade, being anointed as one of the figureheads of DC Comics by then President uh, Diane Nelson, so um, you know, very uh, very sad that he is leaving. Sounds like he, you know, left a pretty big mark on DC Comics. I don't know too much about him. I've heard his name thrown around uh, a few times, but I just wanted to kind of throw that that in there to uh acknowledge you know the work that he's done for dc because as much as you know people do love marvel um you know dc is is just as good in my opinion i have a lot of dc animated and dc live action films on my shelf so if anyone ever calls me a marvel show which they haven't yet i'll show them like i would say honestly between half and half of my blu-rays half um or my superhero uh, blu-rays half of them are marvel and the other half is dc but uh anything you wanted to touch on this Devin? i have nothing <laughs> all right <laughs> all right then let's just move on over to the next story so we got batman Devin leaks the images a video reveal bat cycle in the full bat suit and this comes from variety and i gotta say the suit looks dope like i like it a lot I'm I'm really digging it. It's 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 the stunt man. It's not it's not Robert Pattinson or Robert Bats and Bats, as they say over on the uh Weekly Planet podcast. But what were your thoughts uh, about the uh suits? It looks it looks really cool. And imagine like when they're actually like finished and it's like post production, how cool it's gonna look. Like it's not even finished yet. Like uh like it's gonna it's gonna be so the the motorcycle too, like it's just so, so badass. I don't yeah, know what, the, really what those uh, what those pens on his arm are. I'm not sure what's going on there. <laughs> it, it, this definitely looks like a early year Batman. You know, he's you know he's he's got the nice armor on. You know, I I know a lot of people have been, um, oh my gosh, uh, comparing it to the Dark Knight. Um, well, not the Dark Knight, but Arkham Knight. Wow, excuse me, Arkham Knight bat suit. But you know, no cape as of right now. So. I would definitely think that this is definitely earlier Batman. Um, you know, they have the little uh, <laughs> little uh, clip of him riding down the uh, down the road and kind of falls over at the last second. But uh, no real pictures of Robert Pattinson in there just yet. I think people need to calm down just a little bit. 
you know, we haven't seen Robert Pattinson in the full bat suit. And, you know, Devin actually pointed out to me earlier um, this week, a lot of people were up in arms about the, what was it, Shazam um, look. Because, you know, these are early set photos. So it's, you know, it's, they're they're working on it. It, I think it's going to be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I also really like the Batman, the bat symbol being like made out of the gun from Joe Cool that killed his parents, seemingly. Seemingly, yeah. I, I, I so think that's cool. a nice little, nice little reminder. Absolutely. But yeah, so we have we have officially confirmed that the bat ears are short. <laughs> nice, nice little stubs. Yeah, they're not like they're not too long. They're about mid height. I'm like, okay. And I, I guess people like the super long ears, which is very odd to me. I'm just not a big fan. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know how long they need to be, um, you know, the bad ears. But I heard someone call them horns one time. I was like, what? No, they're not horns. They're his ears. He listens. So in our classic bats bat horns. Bats don't have horns. Silly goose. But. Yeah, so let's move on to our next story here. We have Chris Evans joins the new little shop of um, Horrors Film. And this comes from... I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either, but I think Scarlett Johansson is also got, joining It's got them. quite the cast, isn't it? And Taryn, yeah, and Taryn Edgerton. So there we go. We got, we, we got our singing man. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'll read. I'll read a little bit from this story, though, just to uh, kind of fill a lot of people in who are listening, because I honestly have no no clue about this. Uh, having hung up his MCU shield and then dominating in the world of mysterious uh, knit, uh, knitwear and knives out, that was a very nice sweater, by the way. Like, oh, wish his, I had a sweater like his, that. His wardrobe the whole movie was. It was fire. on point. Right. It was everyone. I think everyone's wardrobe the entire movie. I was like, this just feels like a Thanksgiving movie. You know what I mean? It's just everyone's like so festive. It's very fall. Did, did you watch that video I sent of uh, Ryan Johnson breaking down that scene? I haven't yet. And I it's need so to because cool. I because I wanted to. I rewatched Knives Out last night um, and I wanted to watch it first and then, you know, watch some behind the scenes stuff, but I'll definitely watch that tonight. The for amount sure. of detail they put into all of it. It's just amazing. Yeah. And, there's and, this and he, and he brought out that, that very uh, cool secret where uh, bad guys <laughs> can't use iPhones. Well, now we know <laughs> for any, for any uh, movie that we watch from now on, like does he have an iPhone? All right. That's probably so, a good guy. <laughs> every Sony movie, everyone's just a bad guy. Everyone's a bad guy, no matter what. Well, yeah, because they they put in their own so their their what is it called? The Xperia, Sony Xperia, the worst something phone like. There oh, is. Oh, you remember? You remember those Microsoft phones, right? I wish I didn't. <laughs> the Zune. Oh no. Oh, oh, R.I.P. Zune. It took such a hard fall. Microsoft's like we could compete with Apple when it comes to the world of music, and then, <laughs> and I remember I had a few friends <laughs> in high school who had Zunes, and they seriously thought that they were better than people who had iPhones, or um, not iPhones, or iPods or iPod touches. 
but I mean it I mean it <laughs> it's kind of like the whole Betamax and um <laughs> VHS um debacle or the you know Blu-ray versus HD Blu-ray when I was Sony and uh, Microsoft but man Zune went this went through some hard times they tried to put it on X on Xbox <laughs> like no one would notice I'm sorry I'm getting off track but <laughs> let's get back to this uh Chris Evans thing um so after telling the Hollywood reporter last year that he wanted to play a dentist and the new Little Shop of Horrors films, he's in talks to do exactly that. If he makes a deal, he'd be part of a cast of a new movie, which will follow the familiar story of Seymour uh, Krellborn, a nervy florist who uh, discovers an alien Venus flytrap that has a taste for human flesh. Ooh. Uh, it helps him boast his confidence and woo his love interest, Audrey. But then, uh, sorry, but the ever-growing leafy lunatic's demand soon outspace Seymour's ability to feed it. So that sounds pretty interesting. I've never heard of a, uh, I don't know. Any thoughts? I have no idea. <laughs> All right, I feel I felt like I lost you there for a second. I'm like, I have no clue what this is going on. No with, idea but, what's going on here. I well, do we care? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not until we hear a little bit more buzz. So I guess we'll just keep that in our back pocket until something happens. So let's just keep it keep on going on. So our next story. Well, it's not much of a story, just a little bit of a statement. So the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. We'll have a runtime of two hours and 43 minutes, which it's, I think it's pretty long for a Bond film, but I've seen a little uh, people complaining on Twitter about this, um, saying, you know, people were complaining or were, were fine with the, um, you know, the Irishman length, the uh, three and a half hours of that film, which I think <laughs> during the Oscars, um, <laughs> definitely Martin Scorsese had it coming to him because that's exactly how a lot of people felt while trying to watch your movie, son. Oh, but <laughs> like him dozing off and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, that was, that was about a good, a good uh, chunk of your fan base while watching the Irishman. But uh, any thoughts on this, Devin? Um, it'll be a good introduction to my first James Bond movie. Solid two forty three. Yep. You You never watched a James Bond movie? Nope. That's okay. Neither am I. <laughs> so surprised. Hey, I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, wait until the people at Cinemania World hear about this. <laughs> well, okay. In, what is this? The freaking 12th movie that we're going into blind? I think so. And there's like 25 Bond films. Oh, yeah, 25. Like, all together. But um, with Daniel Craig, I believe this is his fifth or sixth? Fifth? I think it's his fifth one. Because he's been, he's been playing Bond for a while now, but oh, yeah. the yeah. trailers do look really cool. So I, it I does. Am excited. Yeah, because I, like I've said before, you know, I'm not much of a, um, <laughs> I'm not much of like a spy thriller type of person. But it just, this looks really really good, and I'm you know the the uh, Billy Eilish's song for it sounds amazing. The cast is is a stacked cast, absolutely. So 
we get to see a little bit more of our Rami Malik and hopefully Anna hopefully de he delivers. Yes, that Anna de oh. Dude, I was washing knives out and I was just like, is there a more beautiful woman in this world? It's, I was just like, wow. And be. she's and yeah, very t- and, she, and, she, and she's a great actor. Like it she's just she kills it. Like I'm surprised that knives out or no one a lot of people didn't get a lot of recognition for knives out. I mean, especially Daniel Craig. <laughs> Heavens. <laughs> Man, he was great. Man. But <laughs> I suspect foul play. I was like, man, it was like, yeah, that it's it was goofy, but it just worked so well. So yeah, no time to die. Two um, two hours and 43 minutes. So we're we're gonna be there for three hours or more. So yeah, here we go. So that will be our first ever real, real bond experience. So but let's move on to our next story here. We have American Horror Story. Macaulay Culkin joins Sarah Paulson and Evan, Evan Peters for season 10. And this comes from The Hollywood Reporter. So that's really, really cool. Macaulay's um, back, baby. He's back, baby, and better than ever. Look at that smile. <laughs> man, the years have not been kind to this man. <laughs> he's bounced back. He's back he has. on track. He has, he has, and so there's a lot of other stars out there that that have bounced back as well. And you know, honestly, I, I, you know, can't even, can't even shame him for that because it, it it takes a lot to turn your life around from you know what he's definitely been through. But I will read a little bit of the story here just just so people have a little bit of an insight. So, the tenth season of American Horror Story is beginning to take shape. Uh, excuse me. Ryan Murphy um, revealed the cast for the forthcoming milestone season of his FX horror main, uh, mainstay Wednesday and the roster of the um, of names include many uh, franchise favorites, namely uh, leading duo, duo of Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters. Of course, they've both been in, you know, multiple, multiple projects um that have done very very well uh, besides bird box well i I thought sarah paulson did a pretty good job but it was it was all about sandra bullock there um who both uh so i guess evan peters and sarah paul uh paulson actually set out last season for the first time in the series and here we come the culkin the macaulay culkin comes in and saves the day so that'll be pretty interesting um I just, want, I just want him to say, you filthy animals. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. But yeah, this is cool, cool stuff. Uh, I don't really have too much else to say about this. I haven't watched American Horror Story in a while, but maybe I'll check out season 10 that Macaulay Culkin's in there. See what he can do, you know? Culk gang. Culk gang strong. Anything else you wanted to comment on that before we move on, Devin? Move on to your favorite subject. Oh, it's not. This is not my favorite subject. I hate this piece of news, but I felt like it was necessary to talk about. Only because I'm that good of a person, Devin. I'm just that good of a person. Um, This comes from Discussing Film. Um... Uh, T.S. Nowlin is set to co-write Bright 2 for Netflix. I don't know why the first Bright was made in the first place. It was terrible. It's boof. It's garbage. It's it's 
ugh. I, I can't, like, in I've, in Devin already knows that I just don't like this movie at all. And one of our, our friends, Matt, like, loves this movie so much. I don't know why, but I give him shit about it every single time. Pardon my French. But <laughs> um, so I'll just read a little bit of this story as well. We have learned that T.S. Nolan will co-write uh, the screenplay for Netflix um, and David Ayer's uh, Bright 2 alongside current screenwriter Evan. I'm not going to try to pronounce that last name. Spoliopolis. Um, I think. Is, it, is that how you pronounce it, Devin? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't want it. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it's it's in production. It, I I really don't care too much about this. I mean, if 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 you like Bright, good for you. I'm totally fine with that. It's just I don't care enough to even really talk about it all that much anymore. So I'm not going to talk about it anymore. So we're just going to move on to the next interesting piece of news that we have here and that is hbo has reclassified watchmen as a limited series and apparently this leaves the door open for a second season i was personally under the impression that a limited series was a one and done run between one season but then devin had to school me a bit and show me that apparently limited seasons can have more than one season. So I think, I think to, mini series would be one season always. Mm, limited series could be different. I guess you're right. I guess I always thought that the term mini series and limited series were interchangeable. But yeah, I would have to agree with that. But um, did did you watch Watchmen? You, I I know we have HBO now. It's so. ne- it's next up on the list. You still watching Euphoria? Uh, no, I finished that. How how many episodes is that? Uh, eight-ish. What are you watching now? Um, Barry? I, got, I have to start Hunters. I want to start that. Oh, that's right. Is Okay, so is that produced by Jordan Peele or is that directed yeah, by Jordan? Produced. Okay, because <laughs> we've been talking. Everyone's been like, between this and the Candyman trailer, it's, I guess that'll be our next oh, thing. Yeah. That, yeah, so we'll we'll talk about that. Let's talk about it now. Um, I saw it. It was actually really interesting. That that um, song, Jordan Peele chooses the best songs for his trailers. He always. does, but it's like he ruins them for. <laughs> I can't enjoy them in the normal way that they're supposed to be. I got five enjoyed. on it. Say my name. I'm surprised he didn't do a candy shop. <laughs> could have. I'll take you to the candy shop. It could or, definitely you know make what? that creepy. Yeah, he could. I just. Uh, just don't make these these popular songs creepy for me. That, that's the only thing. I, I that's all I ask for. Jordan Peele, but I forgot the name of the director for Candyman. The trailer looks great though. I absolutely love it. It's um, it and you know me for anyone who's you know now listening to the podcast. I hate horror films with a passion, but. I've been coming around to it a little bit lately. It's not because you think they're bad. It's because you get scared. Yeah. Like, okay. I didn't like it. Chapter one as much as like, I mean, it was interesting. It was cool, but I just didn't care for it. It was honestly like too demonic for me. Um, I liked us. That was pretty cool. Um, I already knew the twist at the end before 
watching the movie, but it still like kind of creeped me out a little bit. Um, I didn't know Elizabeth Moss was in that either. So that was actually pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, um, will I watch us again? Probably not. Will I watch Midsummer again? Absolutely. I'm just waiting for the extended version to come out for us to all enjoy. But yeah, any other thoughts about Candyman? Yeah, it just looks cool. And Jordan Peele, we trust. And Jordan Except Peele, Twilight trust. Zone. I don't think anyone wants that bad bad streaming oh. service. Uh, uh, is, is that that's on Amazon, right? No? CBS All Access. Ooh, mm, way worse. That's why. Way worse. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely way worse. Absolutely. But um, yeah, definitely watch. Check out Watchmen. Man. It's it's very good. Um, I I don't really think anyone needs to know a lot of back knowledge um, for the film or the TV show itself. It, it's a sequel. It's a direct sequel to the comics. So unless you want to read the comics or just get a gist of it online, you can do that too. Only thing I read is parasite subtitles. <laughs> and speaking of parasite, um, it's coming to, it's coming to Hulu April 8th, April 8th. Disney so show no one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it was quite a bidding war. Probably. Yeah. It, it feels like Netflix should have tried to get it because it feels like it would fit on Netflix pretty well. It does feel like it would fit on Netflix pretty well, but I think Netflix is too busy trying to get ready for the whole Nickelodeon merger. So that would be, that's going to be really interesting as well. But yeah, I mean, Disney's just throwing money. Like, you know, we're, we're going to put this on Hulu and you know what? I recently signed up for Hulu, trying it out for a little bit. It's not bad. Will I keep it? Maybe not. I don't know. It just depends. Um, I want to see what HBO Max has to offer first. And then I'll make my final, final decision because we have Disney Plus, we have Netflix. Those two are definitely two big stables. I mean, we, we both have Apple TV Plus. I, I will I not be renewing. <laughs> I think I'm just waiting for season two of Dickinson to come out. <laughs> That's the only thing I want to watch. I haven't even opened it. it in months. <sighs> I haven't opened it in months either. <laughs> it's like, and, 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 I, and I have an Apple TV, and I still don't use my Apple TV Plus. But, it, it, you know, Apple's getting into new and different realms, and, you know, it's. I feel like it can only become better from here if they acquire some new studios like A24. I think they would be pretty well off, but you know, you know who else is well off, Devin? Who was or who's going to be well off? Xbox players. You know why? Do you know why, Devin? Consumers, consumers, and owners of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven on Xbox One and Halo get, Infinite. And Halo Infinite. Yes, we cannot forget our our our. Our, our Halo Infinite. Um, <clears throat> so the owners of Halo Infinite and Cyberpunk 2077 on Xbox One will get the Xbox Series X upgrade for free. And this is via Game Informer. And I love what Microsoft is doing for next gen. I think this is very, very smart. Instead of having people pay for, you know, let's say... Um, you know, Halo, the Halo Infinite comes out on Xbox One. 
you know, kids like, hey, you know what? I want to save some money and I'm gonna get my and I'm gonna get myself the new Xbox Series X or the other Xbox that's supposed to be coming out, and I'm gonna be able to play Halo and on, on the best settings and, and the best graphical settings possible, and it's gonna feel like I'm flying through the air with Master Chief and Cortana. But it was like, hey, you know what? You gotta buy that game again for another sixty bucks. And just to get those you know, graphical upgrades, but I love what CD Projekt Red is doing here when it comes to this. I don't really think it's, it, I, I think this is a step in the right direction. I don't think people should be paying twice for the same game just for a graphical up upgrade because imagine we're both PC players. Imagine if we had to do that on PC. I don't want to. I don't want to either. I mean, I guess you can kind of make the argument, oh, there's different graphics cards out there. Yes, but at the same time, it's uh, it's still a little bit different because, I mean, that would be like, hey, you know, if you want to play your games at like 1080p, you got or 720 or 720p versus 1080p. If you want to get the seven the 1080p version, you have to buy the game all over again. It's that that's that's more of the innards of the computer itself. But I really like what CD Projekt Red is doing here. Um, and I'll read a little bit of the story as well from Game Informer. <clears throat> um, all off uh, all too often, players can find themselves picking up a game for current gen only. Um, to have to um, only to have to repurchase the game on new hardware when it becomes available uh, today. Well, not today on on February twenty fourth, twenty twenty at two thirty two p.m. <laughs> CD Projekt Red announced that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven players on on Xbox will get the upgrade to the Series X when it uh, arrives absolutely free. This should inspire. Some purchase um, confidence for those looking to play games at its best. You'll uh, get it to play on the launch of the Xbox One and then get some more, um, get the more powerful version for free on the Series X when it arrives at no additional costs. And I think this is a great way for people to upgrade and it gives them a really good reason to upgrade and get a new console. So, and you know it's we, we we've you know we're both gamers we we've been doing this for a very long time we we kind of know the ins and outs of all this shenanigans and cyberpunk 27 well uh 77 they tweeted saying gamers should never uh be forced to purchase the same game twice or to pay for upgrades um and then they kind of stated that again with uh cyberpunk 2077 uh the free upgrade for series x so yeah, this is uh, it's it's great, great, great day for gamers all around. So, but I don't know about this next story though, Devin. Eli Roth, Eli Roth directing a Borderlands movie. Do we need this? It's so random. It's uh, I mean, this, this comes from Empire Online as well. I I don't know why we need this though. This isn't really necessary. Um, cool. I mean, he, oh my God, the director of house, of the, he was the, the director of the house with a clock in its walls. I might have to just do a hard pass on all of this together. So I don't know. What, what, what do you think? 
I think we talked about it a little last week. We were just talking about other games that deserve a movie more. Um, yeah. It's just, I don't know, it just came out of nowhere. It just doesn't seem right. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't flow well together. I don't know what they, I mean, I, I mean, Borderlands does have a story. So I guess they could make something out after that. I mean, given Song of the Hedgehog's recent box office success, uh, I think this is coming through Lionsgate um, Studios, but I don't know, man. It is what it is. Let's just move on. We're almost done here. We only got two more little stories. Um, Creed 3 is in development with Zach uh, Palin to set to write the screenplay. This comes from the Hollywood Reporter. Um, are, are you a big Creed, Creed fan, Devin? Yeah, the first two were very solid. I got you. I never saw the first one. I saw the second one. <laughs> so I... I You're going to go second, two, three, one? Two, three, one. That's, that's exactly the way I love to watch my movies. <laughs> I watch... Uh, two towers and then i watch return of the king and then i go back and watch the um a fellowship of the ring just to get the full story but it's, it's called me the sequel guy i'll watch this i watch the sequels first and then i go back and watch the other ones but um <laughs> yeah um there's not much to really say just, here just say, just say yes just yeah go, go on zach, do yeah it. zach Balin will pen the last installment um, and MGM's boxing film franchise. Um, yeah, there, there's literally nothing else to this story. Like, it is a picture of Creed, and there's like three sentences, and we pretty much went over everything. Uh, Zach Bailing was uh, the scripter behind the upcoming Will Smith movie, King Richard, and has been tapped to the pen <laughs> for the third installment for the franchise of boxing and Creed, or creed 11 is like some people like this <laughs> or the, the, this is this is creed 111 so this, this seems like it's going to be a lot of a lot of creeds out there a lot of sequels but, yeah, sequelitis um but this last little bit of news story i just wanted to throw this in here because i really love the show and for all my anime fans out there um my hero academia took over a recent nba game thanks to the megatron shout out um they were promoting the new movie for my hero academia which is my hero academia heroes rising i have not seen it yet myself probably i'll probably just wait for it to come out on blu-ray buy it on the cheap um it was just a little bit of a promo um this rarely happens in america this is kind of why i wanted to throw this in here and because i love the show so freaking much it's about superheroes Devin. it's it's about a world where superheroes, um, well, they call their powers quirks. And out of nowhere, you know, people just were just started, um, were born with these powers. And, you know, they, they've adapted to the superhero way of life. And there's certain high schools that kids can tend to become pro heroes and there's villains. It's, it's actually really cool. And that's, I think that's that was one of the draws for me. But I've always been, Anime has had a little bit of a soft spot in my heart for a little bit there, but it's been a while since I've watched a very good one, and this is definitely taking up a lot of my time. Um, rewatching the series now because season four came out, and it's been a while since I've watched it, but I kind of just wanted to throw that in there. So, um, yeah, 
I believe that pretty much does it for today's show. Um, did you want to, anything else you kind of wanted to dive into, Devin? Anything that you found interesting this week? Or It's time to be invisible, man. It's, yeah, it's time to be invisible. We do have our Invisible Man review coming up. And actually, we do have, and I forgot to mention this a while ago, we have a fan question, Devin. Our first fan question of the entire show. If I can find it <laughs> on my phone. Okay, here it is. So this comes from Robert. Um, I can't, well, I put this on Instagram. I can't remember who this is. I actually don't really know who this is because I don't think they're following me and I'm not following them, but they asked us this question, but wanted to ask you this question. So this question again comes from Robert. Uh, would you rather win the lottery or work at the perfect job and why? Um, that's pretty, uh, it's pretty deep. Could my yeah. job be winning the lottery? <laughs> I mean, it could, I mean, it's, it's, it's my job that's your job. Your job's well, well, you could well you could win the lottery more than once. And there has been a lot of people out there who have actually won the lottery more than once in their lifetime. But yeah, um, ooh, man, you know, there there's there's so many pros and so many cons, but it's like, can you win the lottery and then find the perfect job? Or I guess he's just asking more of more 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 of like an ultimatum type situation. I would say. You know, I would probably say work the perfect job just because, you know, it's it's something that you always would be able to do. Would you be making a lot of money up from it? Maybe, maybe not. Um, winning the lottery would, I mean, they're, they're both, these are both really good, you know, avenues. But I, I feel like working the perfect job would just make you a more happier person. So, yeah, I'm just going to go with the perfect job because I mean, money can't necessarily always buy happiness, but then again, sometimes I think otherwise because there's definitely a certain amount of money out there that, that would make me pretty happy right now. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> even, okay. If, I'm choosing lottery because you can have all that money. And even if your job's not perfect, who cares? You're rich. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, that that's a great way to look at it, man. I mean, <laughs> you can make more, anything a little bit better with that much money. Like even if the job's is, like just okay, it's dude, like you'd be going like you'd be going to every every single Steelers game out there. My, my office chair would be made out of hundreds. <laughs> real hundreds or fake hundreds or monopoly real. hundreds. Oh, real hundreds, gold like, bricks. Your, your chair is literally worth an actual value. <laughs> gold bricks i got you buy yourself a nice house nice car pay off that student loan debt <laughs> that bernie yes. keeps talking about <laughs> hey i'm 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 praying well we'll see i'm we'll we'll, we'll definitely see there but <laughs> shout out to robert for the question shout, yeah yeah shout out to robert for that question um we um i would like us to start doing a little bit more fan questions just to kind of See who's out there. Um, haven't had too much luck as of right now, but you know, just got to keep trying and you know, uh, 
till we reach the uh, correct audience with that because some people are like, why the hell is he asking me this? It could be about anything, honestly. Your family, the most random question in the world. Like, does a straw have two ends or is it just one continuous hole? And so I've I've heard a lot of people's opinions on that, but yeah, thanks, uh, thank you, Robert, for the uh, the fan question there. So that was our, our first little uh, fan question of the uh, the pod, but. Um, I believe it's just time to wrap this up, man. Um, you know, it's Thursday night. We both have work tomorrow and a little bit tired, but not too tired. But wanted to thank you, Devin, as always, for coming on. And thank every thank you everyone for listening at home. And again, if you forgot, you can uh listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Anchor, YouTube, Podbean, and Tuner. Hopefully, fingers crossed, on iHeartRadio as well. And keep a lookout for our uh, Invisible Man review. That will be um, that will be up this Sunday. Yeah, because um, normally, yeah, we're just gonna be uh, doing our reviews on Sundays. Um, trying to get more into a habit of a schedule uh, for the new show. Sometimes. You know, it'll be out on Fridays, sometimes Saturdays. So that'll kind of fluctuate depending on our schedules. But uh, yeah, I believe that does. And also, really quick, you can follow us on Twitter and you can follow us on Instagram, all at Film Optics. Optics is spelled O P T I X. And I believe that does it, man. Uh, and you want to say goodbye to our, our listeners out there? Goodbye. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>